We're learning the first Sicha on Parshas Pinchas, Nechelik Chav Gimel, on page 182. The Shir today is being learned by Lenishmas, Rabbi Yosef ben Yamin ben Rabbanasha Kaltman. Oifun Pasik, in Parshas ben Eislavchad, Fatamoidna, Lufne Moshe, Vlufne Allah Zakayim, Vlufne As Nesim, Vachola Eida, Pesach Ayalmoid. So the story of Nois Tzlavcha, they came to demand that they also want to have a portion in Eretz Yisrael. So they stood, so the Pasuk says, first in front of Moshe, then in front of Allah Zarakayin, and then in front of all the Nesim, and in front of all the Yidim, Cholayda. We're Pesach Ayalmoid, Leymar. Brengtzach and Sifri aplukten and Pirish Pasuk. So on the Sifri, there's an argument, how do we interpret this Pasuk here? And it begins with a question. If Moshe doesn't know the halacha, does Allah know the halacha? How could the Pasuk say that they ask the question first to Moshe and then to Allah? So you have to change the order of the Pasuk that it was the opposite order. First Allah and then Moshe Rabbeinu. That's Rabbi Yeshia's opinion. However, Abachanan would say, They were sitting together in Beis Medrash, and they came and stood in front of them and asked the question in the presence of Moshe, Elazar, the Nesim. So there's no need to change the order of the Pasik. This is the Sifri on the Pasik in this week's Parsha. The same argument is quoted in another two places where you see a similar thing. Aleph in Parshas Pesach Sheni in Parshas Paloischot. Haifun Pasik vayikribu lufnei Moshe lufnei Aaron. Over there as well, when there were the Eden that couldn't bring the carbon Pesach, so they came to Moshe and Aaron to ask and or to demand lomani gora. So there it also says first Moshe and then Aaron. And Beis in another place in Parshas Mekoshe Sheitzim. The story about the Mekoshe Sheitzim. There was a Yid that was Mechal Shabbos by gathering, collecting woods, according to one opinion. In Parsha Shlach, which is in Parsha Shlach, if in Pasik, Vayakrivu Aisai, El Moshe, Val Aaron, Val Kaleido. So here as well it says first Moshe and then Aaron. Okay, so there, in those two Psukim, so the Sifri brings the two opinions, Abyeshia and Abachonon, whether you have to change the order of the Pasik, or they just came in front of them when they were sitting together in Bismedrish. See here, regarding these three places, we see a wonder how Rashi addresses it. In Pashas Baloischa, in Mepharish, Lifnei Moshe, Lifnei Aaron, so in Pashas Baloischa, the first time this comes up, so there Rashi says, They were both sitting together in Beis Medrish, and they came and asked them together the question. Then Rashi clarifies, it can't be that they asked first Moshe and then Aaron. If Moshe doesn't know, how would Aaron know? So what do we see here? Rashi is only bringing the opinion of Abachana. Then in Parshashlach, by the story of Mekoshis, is Rashi Garnet Mefarish. Rashi does not comment about this, about the order of how the question was asked. Now here Rashi brings both opinions, Rabbi Yeshia and Abba Chonon, and Davke here, Rashi quotes the names of the ones that uh, said the, the two opinions in the Pasuk. Okay, so obviously the question is, why in three places each time Rashi is Mefarish differently? And also B'Shem Oimran, this is a cloud that Rashi brings names because it's adding something to understanding the Pirish. Why Davke here is Rashi adding the name?
Tosfos Rashi is Garnet Mefarish and Parsha Shlach. The fact that in Parsha Shlach Rashi doesn't comment at all, that could be answered. As a philosopher, he realized that you'll remember, he just explained it in a Parsha before in Baloischa. The fact that Rashi quotes it here with the names, that's not understood at all. From then, what Rashi brings in Parshas Baloischa, Northern Pirish, if Rashi in Parshas Baloischa only quotes the Pshat that they were both sitting together in Beis Medrash, is move on as Blois der Pirish from Abachonon, is Masim in Pshutash So Rashi only quotes this opinion of Abachonon because that's the only Pshat that fits into the simple reading of a Pasik. Omphis is moving the pastures, it's simply understood, Asares and Mikra is Nidglatik and Pshutish Mikra. To have to rearrange the words out of order here, that the Pasik is out of order, is obviously not smooth in understanding a Pasik. That you have to dash and you have to expound the Pasik and read it differently than it's written. As Madaf this is not Pshat. But and by contrast, when it comes to what Rashi explains here in our parsha, Bibal to bring is here Rashi does bring both opinions. Is mochach as oich das Rav Yeshi is behesem to pshutish mikra. So it must be that Rav Yeshi's opinion that we're changing the order in the pasuk does fit with pshutish mikra. This so, so the question is, is this idea of sorei samikra pshutish mikra or not? From Baleischa, we see where Rashi brings it. Rashi skips this pshat, so that's not. And here, Rashi brings it. The still is noch starker the mid was Rav Yeshi is pirish is a noch makdim to pirish on Abachonon. In this week's parsha, the pshat of Rav Yeshi, which is sorei samikra, Rashi brings it actually even before Abachonon. Nochmer, the question is even stronger. In parshas Baleischa, state nor lefnei Moshe v'lefnei Aaron, that the question was asked to Moshe and then to Aaron. So if you have to change the order, so it's the order of these two. You have to switch the order of the Pasuk with all three. They first asked the Nesim, then they didn't know, then Elazar, then Moshe. So it's a bigger change in the order of the Pasuk. Where does Rashi bring the opinion of Rabbi Yeshe to change the order? That's Dafka over here. We're changing the order is a bigger deal than changing it in Parshas Baloischa. So why does Rashi do this? Okay, so in Sif Beis, the Rebbe suggests a possible explanation. So seemingly the explanation would be as follows. As the Shinu Tzvishin Yisrael Pirushi Rashi in Parshas Baloischa on in Parshaseinu is verbunden with the Shini Haloshinim the Psukim. The difference in the way Rashi explains the Psukim is based on a difference in the language of the Psukim themselves. In Parshas Baloischa, steht no lefnei Moshe v'lefnei Aaron. Because in Parshas Baloischa, as we pointed out before, it says only in front of Moshe and in front of Aaron, is the river mistabel of Pshutish Mikra to mefarish dain keshishneyem yeshim in Beis Medrash Cholo. That since it's only the two of them, so they too were sitting in the Beis Medrash. By us, and over here the Pasik says, Moshe, Aaron, the Nisim, and Kolaida, which seemingly refers to all Yidin. Is the Rashi So Rashi does not bring first and as the main shot that they were sitting in Bismedrish, but the Pashtus is Nitshayach as Kolaida Zolzain in Bismedrish. 
Because simply, what does this mean? That all the Klai Yisrael is sitting together with Moshe Rabbeinu and Beis Medrash? How is that possible? So that's why here Rashi begins with the Pshat of Rabbi Yeshir that you have to switch to order of the Pasuk. But this is not a correct Pshat. That this is why Rashi changes his Piddish over here from Balaischa. Vile because so first Vadzois was Lefize Vertzerik Schwer Havas Rashi Bavorim Garnet and Parshal Shlach. If this is really the problem, then here the Pasik adds Vachole Edos, and now the question becomes regarding Parshal Shlach, why doesn't Rashi comment there? Hayes says Echdart is the Pasik Mesif Al Meshev Al Adam Ve'el Kola Edom. This addition of El Kolaida doesn't come only here in Parshas Pinchas, but already before in Parshas Shlach, it adds Kolaida. Ubemele Kemenshain Nidzagan Kanal as the Falostik Dart of Zempirish and Parshas Baleischa, Kishayeshim Bismedish. If we'll say that Kolaida makes it impossible to say that they came together in the Bismedish, then Ashish should address this already in Parshas Shlach. In addition to this, Kosha, this Pshat is difficult to accept because Rashi, Alain, at the Fedish Gazak, and Saif Pashas Tisa. Rashi already said in the end of Pashas Tisa, Ketzat, Seydera Mishnah. What was the order of the Yidin, the way they learned Taita from Meshur Rabbeinu? And within the Seydera, Rashi says the following expression Nichnasu kol ha'am. The entire nation, or they all entered to learn. That the place where Moshe Rabbeinu learned Taira, everybody entered there. So there's no question how all Yidin are in the Bismedrish. However, this is possible, but the fact is Rashi already said this as a fact before in Parshish Kisisa. So, that, so that, that can't be the issue here. And the reason why it's not a question. The expression of similar expression, the entire congregation, meant it doesn't mean all Yidin literally. Those that, we, that wanted and came to hear the Torah from Meshach Rabbeinu. As the so there's no question how all together were sitting in the base Medrash. It includes all Yidin that wanted to come learn Taita. So there was enough space for them. That's, that's a very simple thing we could say regarding the two expressions, Ha'am, Kala'am, and Kala'aida. Nachmeh, furthermore, in Unzu Pasik is Nachlater, so I learn as Besa Medrash Yishvim. In our Pasik, it's even simpler. To say that the meaning is that they were all sitting in the Bismedish together, the entire congregation. It doesn't say the entire nation. More than once, Rashi already explained. The expression of does not have to mean the entire nation, all Yidin, but it can mean the entire Sanhedrin. The Yidin here was sitting, all the Nisim and the Sanhedrin. So the question comes back for us as Rashi. Why does Rashi bring this as the first and main shot, which is much simpler than just changing the order in the Pasik? So in Siv Gimel, there's another suggested shot here. There's another difference between the Pasik earlier in Praleischa and here the Pasik in this week's Pasha. Was the mid And this could be a possible explanation for the change in Rashi's Pirish. 
In Pashas Palaischa, wird nicht angedeutet in Pasig, wo Moshe und Aaron sind gewähnt. It doesn't tell you in the Pasig, it doesn't indicate where Moshe and Aaron were at that time. The Rebbe, can Rashi teichen, kishe shneim, yoishim, ebebe samedrish, so therefore Rashi can say that the Pshad is that we're sitting together in Beis Medrash and that's where the question was asked to them. Aber in unser Pasha steht befeidisch in Pasik as is an event, Pesach el Here the Pasik says their location. They were sitting at the entrance of the el Ma'id. Kamezagin, as the far will Rashi not learn in Bepirushi Arishan Vehikri as Bebis Medrash or Yoyashvim. So therefore Rashi can't say that they were sitting together in Bis Medrash because the Pasik clearly says that they weren't in Bis Medrash. They were Pesach el Ma'id. So that's why Rashi has to first bring the pshat of Saris Amikri Vidashayu. Aber Oichdiyaz Bar is nit maspik. But this explanation is insufficient as well. Vail, for two reasons. Aleph number one. The Pashtus Senem Pesach Ayol Mayid Um Beisamedrish Beidegeven Bemakemechad. Simply, you can say that the, the location of Pesach Ayol Mayid and Beisamedrish is the same, one and the same. Pesach Ayol Mayid Vait Gemeint Um Chotzerah Der Chotzerah Mishkan. It refers to the courtyard of the Mishkan where the Mizbeach is. The Beis Medrash was also there in the courtyard of the Mishkan. Levin Mizbeach, not far from the Mizbeach. Virashi, Zokn, only from Parshish Mishpatim, as Rashi already explained in the beginning of Parshish Mishpatim, Shetosim Sanhedrin Eitzel HaMizbeach. That the Sanhedrin has to be sitting near the Mizbeach. So that's the place where the Sanhedrin was. So this is the Beis Medrash. The Mele Kemenzogen as Pesach HaElmoyet, main the Beis Medrash. So you could say that Pesach El-Mayid is a Beis HaMedrash, so Rashi could bring the same Pshari brought before that it refers to Beis HaMedrash. Beis, another point there is, even if you'll argue and say, as Mekanet Zagin, as Der Pesach, Zomit Pesach El-Mayid, Menin Beis HaMedrash. That here, in this Pesach, when it says that we're worthy, they were Pesach El-Mayid, that it means Beis HaMedrash. Is Hagufa time a boy? This itself needs explanation why they're not, why is Pesach El-Mayid over here not Beis Medrash? If, if, if you were distinguishing, or sorry, if we're making a distinction, that is, that Pesach El-Mayid, Dafka does not mean Beis Medrash, but why not? It's definitely possible to say that it is. So why should we argue to say that Rashi does not want to touch Beis Medrash because of the Lashon Pesach El-Mayid? Why not? Why can't we put them together? The Oid, another point there is, what is the hechrich bechlal? Lufi pidish Rashi zed some mefaret zayin as be bismedrish hoyu. What's bechlal forcing Rashi to say this detail that they were sitting together where they were sitting together in the bismedrish? Rashi gedavt norzogin vifriyer. All Rashi would have to say is a lashon that Rashi already said earlier. Lefnei kulamamdu. So before, if you look over here in Rashi, Rashi already used this kind of expression that the bnei slavchad came and stood in front of them to ask the question. So here as well, Rashi could use this lashon lufnei kulamamdu. They came and stood together in front of them. On vudas is given shleitoch bekasav. Where exactly Meishanan wore that? The pasuk already says pesach el mayit. So over here, it's not necessary for Rashi to point out where Meishan Adam were sitting together. So if so, the question is why is Rashi over here emphasizing the fact that they were sitting in Bismedrish together? In order to answer the question that they were, that how could the question be asked first? to Moshe, and then afterwards to Allah. So what's the answer? The answer is simply that they were asked when they were sitting together. So they were asked both together. The fact that they were sitting with Bisa Medrish, why is that Negea here? Okay, so Sivdale, the Rebbe, explains us 
And the, the first Nukudah, the Rebbe will come here to explain why is it necessary for Rashi to add this Nukudah that they were sitting together, not stand together, but they were sitting together in Beis HaMedrish. Let's get a clearer understanding of this question that the Sifri, the Gemara, and Rashi ask. How is it possible if Moshe Rabbeinu did not know that now the question was asked to Aaron or to Elazar? So the Pshari is as follows. From Pirish Rashi is Mashma. From the words of Mashma, from Rashi, it's, it seems. Loshna Kosov is Mechiach. That the simple reading of the language of the Pasik proves as the Shaila from the Anoshim Ashahoya Goime or from Bnei Slavchad, whether the people that couldn't bring the Korban Pesach or Bnei Slavchad is Gefrekt Gevaren, Fayyadren for the Nishalim Bazunder. Each one of these people that were here that were present were asked the question. Aber, and then, Kenzain Tzveyefanim. The fact that all that are mentioned in the Pasik, where they were both asked, but this could be in one or two ways, of two ways. You can ask two people a question and both of them are being asked and both of them are listening and are being asked this question separately, but you're saying the question once to both of them together. Or it could be or it could be that you ask first one and then you ask the other. After Rashi explains that they were both sitting in the Beis HaMedrash, and they came and they asked him the question together, Rashi continues and explains, not as usual, Rashi doesn't usually negate a pshat that's wrong. He just tells you the pshat and that's it. But here Rashi negates and it's to Rashi negates that you shouldn't think that they were both asked and they were asked one after the other. You can't say that over here the pshat is that they were asked one after the other. Because Aaron wouldn't be asked after Moshe. As possible, Allah is asked after Moshe. So why is Rashi bavarning this? Because in the language of the Pasik, it's, it lends itself to be mefarish that it's Zeachazah. They were both asked. The Lashon of the Pasik, as the Rebbe soon will explain why, but the Lashon of the Pasik is Mashmah that they were both asked this question. So therefore, Rashi has to bavarin, so both being asked could very well be Bezeachazah. So therefore, Rashi has to explain, no, it can't be Bezeachazah. Furthermore, So Rashi says, Rashi is sort of explaining the language of the Pasik. So he quotes Lufnei Moshe, and then Rashi adds within the portion of the Pasik itself, and afterwards the question was asked in front of Elazar. As the myth is Rashi, why is Rashi quoting the Pasik this way and inserting the, the words? So Rashi wants to emphasize as the word v'lifnei main punkt v'yaz v'altstein in pasik v'achakach lifnei eloza. Rashi is telling you the simple reading of the pasik is as if the pasik says that the question was asked lifnei Moshe and v'achakach lifnei eloza. Afterwards, it was asked to eloza. So not only is the pasik in the pshat the pasik written in such a way that it could mean that they were both asked with one dibur b'vasachas. And it could also mean but over here Rashi is actually saying that the Lashon of the Pasuk is Mashma, that first Moshe Rabbeinu was asked, and then with another Dibur, Aaron was, uh, Lazar was asked. We, so why, why is, is, is this the, uh, 
Shot of the Pasuk. Where do you see this? So the explanation here is that they came and asked the question to Moshe and Aaron, just with a vav, Moshe and Aaron. So then you could say that the question was asked once, for Moshe, for Moshe, it was asked only to Moshe, it was asked to Moshe when he was sitting together with Aaron. So this could mean that the question is being asked primarily to Moshe. Of course, he's the one that you would ask the question to. Adam was also sitting there. But really, there was one question that was primarily asked to Moshe. And the fact that it mentions that Adam was there is not since Adam listened to the question as well and he was actually sitting there. So therefore the Pasuk mentions that, that Adam or Allah were also sitting there together. But that's if the Pasuk would just say Moshe ve Aaron or Moshe ve Allah. Then I would say that the question was primarily to Moshe. Which means it says after it says Lufnei Moshe, then it adds another Lufnei that it was in front of Aaron or in front of Elazar. That we must say that the Shaila was asked to both, to Moshe and to Aaron, or to Moshe and to Elazar. That's why it says, again, Vilufnei. It was asked to both of them. So now, if this is the case, but you can't say that they were asked, both were asked the question, but how? They were asked in the order of first one and then the other. As it comes in the order of the Pasik. That can't be. So here's the deal. Rashi has to say, not only that Moshe and Aaron were sitting together, but they were both sitting together in Beis Medrash. What's in them, I think, is the Shaila Givendet, so Aaron, punkt wie zum Moshe, kittel come on. Dafke, when they sit together in Beis Medrash, then you could say that this question is being asked both to Moshe and to Aaron. They're both equally being asked this question. So this is the Kudah of the Rebbe's Hezber. If the Pasuk would not say, Lofnei Moshe, Lofnei Aaron, if it would just simply say, Lofnei Moshe, Aaron, so then Rashi wouldn't add the, the words Beis Medrash. Rashi would simply say that what happened? They were sitting together. That would be the answer. And what would be the pshat? That the question was primarily asked to Moshe, and Aaron happened to be sitting there, and he was listening as well. But not that the question was also asked to Aaron. So there's no, there's no problem that it also says that Aaron was there, but Mitzis, he was there. But now that it says, Lufnei Moshe, Lufnei Aaron, that they were actually both, both asked the question. And it can't be Bezeh Chazeh, that's what Rashi is explaining. So therefore it must be that they were both asked together. In what scenario are they both being asked together? Stam, if Moshe is sitting together with Aaron, you can't say that the question is being asked to Aaron equally to Moshe. Moshe Rabbeinu is the Rebbe of the whole Klal Yisrael. Stam, if they're sitting together. So then, Moshe is the main one that's asking the question. What matziv is it that you could say that Moshe and Aaron are being asked equally together with one Dibur when they sit together in a Bismedrish? Tafka there, they are both being asked together in one Dibur. So it fits into the words of the Pasuk, Lufnei Moshe and Lufnei Aaron. What's the... Point of Beis Medrash. So in Sifei, the Rebbe explains, Beis Medrash is an art of Malad and Teirat Zazamen. Beis Medrash is a place where everyone learns Teirat together. It's not a place where you gather to hear Teirat or Halacha or a Drasha from a Chacham that's teaching. 
Das heißt, in other words, and that, that's the expression, the meaning of the words, if you just translate the words, Kipshuta, Mirashi, when Ashi says the words, Beis Ha Medrish, so the, the words Beis Ha Medrish is a place where everyone learns together. Das heißt, Agam, as in Beis Ha Medrish, is Farana Rav, Rosh Hashivah, Vechayetze Bezeh, there is a Rav, or Rosh Hashivah, or someone similar, and there are the students, and then there are the students, and zwischen the Talmidim, Gufa Zenadach, Hilukim Bimailasam, there's various levels amongst the students, is that what's the point of a Bismedrish? The word Bismedrish means as Ale Yoshve Bismedrish, everyone that sits in the Bismedrish and is a Mishtatif in the Limud. Everyone learns together, everyone learns, participates equally in learning. Everyone listens together, questions brought up in the Bismedrish, and there is a discussion, everyone discusses it together. That's the Taich of Beis Medrish, a house where all the learners join together to discuss matters of learning. The Funazoich move on as Shailas, Valachavarin Gefrek, and Beis Medrish, and a boyfriend Shaina with the Shailas as Mefrek, the Mokim Yeshivis Bezdin, Dayim, Bayarov. When a question is asked in a Bismedrish, it's very different than a question that's being brought to a place where a Bezdin sits. Or a dying, a judge sits, or a rav sits. When you come to the to the house, to the room where the rav sits, and you're asking him a question, by rav. If Rashi would say that the question is being asked to a bezdin or a dying or a rav, so then what does that mean? A philip and the baishtein tell me them, even if there are students that are present, is moving as the shaila by the by the bezdin by bezdin. The question is being asked by the bezdin. There are others that are here, they're listening into the question, and they may have an opinion as well, but they're not the ones that are really being asked the question. Similar to what the Rebbe said before, if Moshe and Adam were sitting anywhere together, so of course the question is being directed primarily to Moshe. Adam happens to be sitting there. What does the word medrish mean? A place where everyone joins together to study, to expound, and to learn. So then it's a question that's being asked in the, in the, in the, medrish, in the house of study. So Ali Yeshua Bismedish, everyone present, everyone sitting there. So then everyone together will think about this question and everybody could voice his opinion about the matter. That's what the idea of Bismedrish means. That's what Ashi is saying here. That Moshe and Adam were sitting together in the Bismedrish, and that's where they were asked this question. The reason Aaron was listening to this question is thus the far was as an He heard it together with Moshe Rabbeinu Weir in a place of Bismedish where they're learning together. So therefore the question is being asked actually to both of them on the same level. Because that's the matzah of Bismedish where they learn together and everything is discussed together. So that's why Rashi does not use the language of the Pasuk, where it says Pesach That's where they were. And Rashi says that they were sitting in Bismedrish. So if Rashi uses this expression earlier in Parshish Baloyscha, the Pasuk doesn't say where they were. So Rashi is saying Bismedrish. But in our Pasuk, the diok that Rashi says, Dafke Bismedrish, becomes even stronger. He changes from the Lashon of the Pasuk. Because here, what's the point? The answer to the question is not just simply the fact that the question was asked when Moshe and Adam were sitting together. 
That wouldn't satisfy the Lashon of the Pasik, because then it would mean that the question was directed primarily to Moshe, and Aaron happened to be there and was listening as well. But the Pasik says, Lufnei Moshe, Lufnei Aaron. So the answer is, Dafke and Bismedrish, where things are discussed together, that's where the question was asked to both of them equally. So now, Sivov, the Rebbe explains the difference between Rashi Baloischa and Rashi over here in our Parsha. We now understand why Rashi does not accept this pshat as the main first and main pshat. So Rashi let in because Rashi understands as mipesach is the pasuk oisin mitazaitzu onvaisin that art vuzizen and When the pasuk here does give us the location, right? In Parshas Balaischa does not give us the location. Here it does. Why is the pasuk giving us the location? It's not coming to tell us where they were. Because what relevance does it have where they were sitting? The fact that in Parshas Baal doesn't say it because it makes no difference where they were sitting. So why suddenly here does the Pasuk say that they were Pesach Al-Mayat? Now this is Metaya Be'ikir Vi Zizanandart Given Farzamot. It's not just saying the location, but it's describing the situation of how they were gathered together. Pesach Al-Mayat is the art Vukolei Da Kleipzach Zizamin. So at the, at the Pesach El-Mayit, which is really inside the courtyard of the Mishkan, that's the place where all Yidin gather. Not like the style in the Bismedish where everyone is there to learn together. It's actually the place where Moshe Rabbeinu comes to teach them. That's what Pesach El-Mayit is. As in unser Pasuk, is B'Pshotai nit der Inyem from Bismedish Hayu. So in our Pasik, in the simple Pshara of the Pasik, the Pasik is pointing out it's coming to say that they were not in a place where they were all just joining together and discussing matters of learning. They were sitting Pesach which is listening to Meishu Rabbeinu, teaching them. So then over here, it's very difficult to say that the Pshara is that they were in Pesach together. But Farashi still does bring this Pshat as a second Pshat. So you could squeeze into the Pasuk here and say, as Pesach that when the Pasuk points out this detail of Pesach HaKala, and the content of what it means, that it's the place where you didn't gather to listen to Moshe Rabbeinu, it's, that's a description only regarding all of Yidin that came there. It's not regarding Moshe and Aaron. Moshe, or Moshe and Allah, rather, in our parasha. Moshe and Allah, they were sitting over here and studying together as it is in a house of study in Bismedrish. And therefore, we could still say here that the Pshat would be that it was asked to all of them equally. Like all questions that are asked in the Bismedrish. But at the very same time, the rest of Klal Yisrael also came there to this place at the entrance of the Yilmaid. In a matzav shel hakhala, not to study together, but gathering to listen to Moshe Rabbeinu. Everyone wanted to hear what's going to be Moshe Rabbeinu's response. So Pesach Ayomayid is only referring to the last detail of Kola Eido, but not to Moshe, Alazar, and the Nisim. They actually were sitting there and studying, like in a Bismedrish. So therefore, it is still possible to say the Pshat of here that they were sitting together in Bismedrish. But since this is a very big squeeze to, 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 to divide the Pasuk in this way. 
They were sitting together, like sitting and studying together in Abyss Medrash. And the rest of Eden just came stood to listen at the entrance of Dayalmai. So here Rashi quotes as the first and main shot, Saris Amikra, that we're going to change the order in the Pasik. As thus was the Pasik Zak, Lufne Moshe, Lufne Lazakoyev, Lufne Anasim, is Valmunahadzegifrekt, Zeachazet. The Pasig is emphasizing the Lufnei and again Lufnei to say that they were asked one after the other. And not because they were sitting together in Bismedrish, because that's not the simple shot of the Pasig. They were not sitting in the Bismedrish. Nor the Seder Ashailas is Fakert, we the Seder in Pasig. Yeah, the Pasig is coming to tell you that they were asked one after the other, but we have to switch the order. So this is not such a big Deichik as the previous Deichik. Because to say that they were sitting in the Beis Medrash goes against the entire meaning of the Pasuk. The Pasuk clearly says that they were Pesach El Mayed, not in Beis Medrash. But over here, it fits with the Lashon of the Pasuk, Pesach El Mayed, and therefore we know that one has to be asked first, and then the next one next, and so on. So it, it fits with the concept of Pesach El Mayed, but the order has to be switched. That what it says here in the Pasuk, the location and the way, the style and the matzah that they were in, the way they were asked is all literal. On the Shvedekite is blazing them, but the Pasuk is Mishana, the Seder from the Nishalim. The only problem over here is that the order of how they were asked, the Pasuk switches. But the, the style of how the question was asked, we're sticking to the Pashat of the Pasuk. And the Rebbe adds over here that even this, that the Pasuk switches the order regarding the, 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 how they were asked, is also not such a big question because in the Pasuk itself, it doesn't want to place a Talmud before the Rav. The Rav brings from the Rashbam. It doesn't want to bring the Lazar or the Nisim before Moshe, even though that was the order, but it wants to actually write the name of Moshe Rabbeinu before a Lazar. That's why the Pasuk changed the order. Okay, so the, it, 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 over here, Sores HaMikrevedersheyu actually fits better in the Pshat than taking the whole thing out of Pshutay and saying that Pesach HaElmoyed only refers to Kola Eida, and it doesn't refer to Moshe Allah and the Nisim, because Moshe Allah and the Nisim were actually learning like in a Bismedrish together. That's why here it actually switches from what he says in Parshas Balaischa. So now, Siv Zayin, we understand now the names, why Dafke here actually quotes the names. And this is like the time, but Rashi is mighty, it's very perushim, b'shem ha'imram, Rabbi Yeshia, v'ab ha'chonon, to Madgish Zayin, Rashi wants to highlight as the Tzvei Dei is, v'itzu taichin and Pasek, the two opinions brought it, hard to interpret the Pasek. Should we say that it's out of order, even though it's one Pasik, but nevertheless it's out of order? Or we would rather say a Pshat, which is a squeeze in the Teichen of the Pasik, than switching the order of the Pasik. Right? So over here, Rashi is bringing these two Pirushim. And there's, there's a basis behind these two Pirushim. And Rashi brings the first Pirush first, and the second Pirush second. And the basis between them is this discussion of what, what is more of a Deichik in the Pasik. Is Nitna Benegeet to them Pasik? So Rashi wants to point out that this is Bechlal, two styles of approaching how to be Mepharish to Teire. Not only in this Pasik, This is Bechlal, an argument you find between Abyeshe and Abachana and other places. It's better to squeeze the Pshara of the Pasik 
but not to change the order of the Pasek. So, so the two names is showing you really the basis of the two Pirushim that Rashi brings over here. That's why Rashi quotes the names. <clears throat> okay, so this is the, the conclusion of the Hezber for the difference between Parshas Baloischa and over here in this week's Parsha. Now, Sif Chester, that becomes to Parshas Shlach, where there Rashi doesn't comment at all. Sorry. So why is it that in Parshish Shlach, in the story of the Mekoshish, Rashi doesn't comment at all? What's the question? The question is, it is a question about a halacha. Shaila, about a halacha. And it's being asked, after Moshe Rabbeinu was asked already, is does in Parshish and Mekoshish can cash in it? So in the story of the Mekoshish, it's not a question at all. Why not? So Rashi zogged, because there Rashi explains what was their quest, what happened there. They didn't know that they knew Yishayv Misa, it was Machal Shabbos, but exactly which one of the four different ways to be Machal Misa, that they didn't know. So we can say as follows. As they bring him to Moshe Varvachale Eida, they brought the Mekoshish to Moshe and all the Yidin is Be'ikir, given, little Shem Shaila and Allah. They weren't coming to ask a shaila, or at least primarily, it wasn't about the shaila of which misa, Here's the Machal Shabbos, they came to give him over to the possession of all the Yidin, that they should fulfill with him what has to be done, as the tzibur, so misa, that the people, everyone should give him the punishment that he deserves misa. Now, after he's given over to the Tzibur, so then the Tzibur will have to figure out which Chiv Misa. But since they knew that he's definitely Chiv Misa, so the first step is to give him over to the Tzibur. That was the main th- reason why they came here. Why they're all being compared together. So over here, when it says Moshe, Aaron, and Koleida, Similar to what we said before regarding Besamedrish, that when they are in the Besamedrish, so they're all together discussing, and therefore the question is asked to all of them equally, Legabe, this Indian over here, giving them over to the Tzibur, so we can say Moshe and Aaron Chalaida are one and the same. It's not a Shaila and Allah, which is, should be Be'ikr to Moshe. Giving over to the Tzibur, they're all the Tzibur. So that's why the Seder of the Pasuk is not a question of Okay, now there's yet another place, a fourth place, that the Rebbe brings in a Sif Tess, where there was a question that was asked. There's another place in Teireh, which is similar to these places here, where they even had a suffix and they came to ask a question. In the Parshish Mekal, the Parshish Sel, there was this person that, that was Mekalal, and he was brought to Moshe Rabbeinu, and over there it says, Here the question was asked only by Moshe. So seemingly, it's not understood here. They're Mekayshish and they're Mekals and Gedem, the Perik Echad. The story with the Mekayshish and this Mekal here happened in the same time period. Virashi's doctor, as Rashi says, is Savas by Mekalal is the Avog Gedem, not Tsumaisha. On by the Mekayshish, Tsumaisha Vaara in Vicholaida. So what's the difference? Why were there only Tsumaisha? And here, the Mekayshish is being brought to sort of all the Kalaisra. But based on what we explained, it's Simply understood, Rashi Zogdart, and that's Rashi himself already explains over there by the Makalal, or Rashi explains uh, by the Mekoshish. 
that I'm not sure what this Rashi is. Uh, perhaps it is by the Mekal. Regarding the Mekayshish, they knew that he's Chayiv Misa. They just didn't know which Misa. Over here, they, the question was, is he Chayiv Misa? Not for what he did. That was unknown until this point. So this haste, what do we understand from this? By the Mekalal, is given an Indian from Ashail and Aloha. This is a question in Aloha here. It's here as Mechuyiv Misa or Dinit. Is Muvan, as Medav Tichvendin, to Moshe Rabbeinu. So with such a question, you have to turn to Moshe Rabbeinu. So that's what the Pesach says, that the question was asked only to Moshe. Hashem came by Mekayshish, Vasiyayi Demayu, Azer Zchayiv Miseh. So here, by the Mekayshish, they knew that he is Chayiv Miseh. The Ribe is Be'ikir, Nor Geven, Das, as of them Chayiv Miseh gebracht, so then Tzibur, Moshe, Aaron, V'chol Eida. So over here, they're bringing him to the entire Tzibur, to give him over to the entire Tzibur. So it happened in the same time period. Could have been it was literally at the same time. But over here was a shaila in Alocha, so it's being asked to Moshe Rabbeinu. But over here it's a shaila, or not a shaila. Here they're giving him over to the tzibur. So everyone else that was there, Moshe and Aaron, they gave him over to the tzibur. Okay, so that's what we understand now. All three psukim, or even the fourth place, where you have a shaila that's asked whether to Moshe and Aaron together, Moshe and Allah together, or uh, giving over to Kaleida. Or over here, when they were not sitting in Bismadrish by the by the Mekalel, and it was just uh, asked by Moshe Rabbeinu. Asifu, the Rebbe will explain this Indian in Apichsidis and Yenishal So from Yenishal Teireh should be Pirish Rashi. It's a deeper understanding of the wine of Teireh that we take out from this Rashi is as follows. The Tam Pnimi Favas Rashi brengt the Pirushim Dafke by the Pasha from Pesach Sheni, from Pasha's Bnei Slavchad, Onid by Pasha's Mekayshish Deeper understanding of why Rashi only addresses this question in these two places of Baleischa by the parasha of, of uh, Pesach Sheni and here by parasha Slavchad, but by the Bekoshe Shetzim in Shlach, Rashi doesn't say anything. So Yeshleimar, we can answer as follows. Well, the Teichen von die Pirushim hat a Shaiches, so that Eifim with the parasha is an exact given. Because the content of these Pirushim that Rashi brings here is connected to the unique way how these parashas were said to Klal Yisrael. The Chiddush and the Tzvei Parashis is. What's unique about these two Parashis is as follows. It's revealed and brought down and told to Yidin only after there was an argument and Yidin demanded from below that they wanted to have an answer. They wanted, they wanted to fulfill this mitzvah. The Yidin that were Tomei demanded, why should we be left out? And also, the demand and the request of Why should our father not have a portion in Eretz Yisrael just because he has only daughters? He should also get a portion. That's when the Pasha of Nachlas was said. So this is connected to the two Pirushim that Asher brings up here, whether you switch the order of the Pasik or the fact that they're sitting in Beis Medish together. Because both of these Pirushim highlights the importance of the Limudat Teire that is learned here below in this world. Like what happened here when they demanded from below and they got an answer from the Ebishter. 
Sadasa mikra, what does it mean to switch the order? Their mikra, via kutnul maila, is not muvam. What it's, what it's telling you is that the order of the Pasuk, the way it's written and it's given from Hashem above, cannot be readily understood. The person reading it has to then reorganize it to understand. Then you understand it. The same thing also, the fact that they're sitting together in Beisam Medrash. Sitting in Bismedrash emphasizes the advantage that there is of a person studying Taira here below in this world. And each person contributing his, what he understands in, in learning Taira. In contrast to if it would be a place that Yidin are just gathering together. Pesach HaYalmayed coming to the entrance of the Yalmayed. What are they gathering for? Heren Dvar Hashem Mayshe, just to listen. To listen to the words of Hashem that's being given over through Mayshe. Or Hakel Asam Bishnas Hakel. Or in a year of Hakel, to gather all together, to listen to the king that reads from the Sefer Teireh. Heren Dvar Hashem Mayde Melech V'chayetzebizes. Over here they're just listeners. But, so, Vusiz Mudgish Maylas Hamayla. So that highlights the importance of the revelation coming from above. The Nikolims and Ablaze Shaimim, they're just there to listen and to accept. Biz, but on the other hand, when it comes to a Bismedrish, Biz as EF Shil Bismedrish, Blechidish, the expression of the Gemara says that in Bismedrish it's impossible that there should be a situation in Bismedrish where there isn't something novel that was brought up every day, all the time when you're learning, which is primarily through the discussion that happens between all the colleagues there that are studying together. So there's new novel ideas in Teireh. This is similar to Bechlal, the advantage that there is in Teireh Shabbat over Teireh Shabbat. Teireh Shabbat is with Teireh Mitzad Lamayla. That's a part of Teireh where you have the revelation of Hashem's words precisely the way it is from above. But it's hard to understand. You can't interpret the words of Teireh to implement it and to bring it down into this world. In Teireh Shabbat. Is giving the ability of Yidin here below to bring it down to, to toil and to understand and explain. Many things are completely novel that Chazal were Machadish in Teresh and it's just you can, you can lean on a Pasik, it's just an Asmachta, but it's not, there's no real source for it in the Lashon of the Pasik itself. So that's the idea of Beis HaMedrish that the Rashi is emphasizing. And as I pointed out earlier in the Sikha, that the whole Lashon of Beis HaMedrish in Rashi seems to be extra, and the Rebbe explained that that's the key of what Rashi is saying. So here, I'll pichsil this as well, the Lashon of Beis HaMedrish is also the key of the whole Nekudah here, that it's, it emphasizes the Maila of the Mata, of here, the Limudat Torah and this world below. Now here though, in Sifir Alot, the Rebbe will explain also, according to this pshat, the difference between the way Rashi explains the scene in Parshas Baloischa and in this week's Parsha. So earlier in Baloischa, Rashi only brings the pshat that they were sitting together in Bismedrish. And here, in this week's Parsha, regarding Baloischa, he brings both. On the Pirusha Ikri is Sarasa Mikra. And the main shot, the first shot Ashi actually brings, is switching the order in the Pasik. The Chilok von Sarasa Mikra, on Yeshvin Beis Medrash is, even though before the Rebbe said that generally both of them are a similar idea, emphasizing the Maila of learning Taita below, but the difference, there is a difference between them, and the difference is as follows. 
Sares Amikra is Madgish Dem Seder Viderenin is Fashribin and Taira. Talking about changing the order of the Pasik. So we're talking about what's written. But let's look at the way things are written and interpret the Pshutta of the Pasik the way it's written. And we're going to have to switch the order of the written word. So we're focusing on the written word of the Pasik. Mashenkem Beis Amedrish is Madgish Dem Limud. Besamedrish is a place where it's a house of study, where you learn and even innovate a completely new halacha, completely new, totally new, not connected to any written word in Tadashavik Sav. So therefore, in in Parshas Pesach Shaini, so there, their demand of Lomani Gada, everybody agrees, accomplished and brought down a totally new halacha. As is gesagt geworden, a new parsha. Hashem came and said a new parsha that they can bring Pesach Sheni. Bashteite ik chiddush in the minyan for Yeshiv beis Hamedrash. So here the main chiddush is that the shaila is being asked. We're sitting in beis Hamedrash. They're odd with dinner veranis chadish. Beis Hamedrash is a place of chiddushim of novel halachas. Hashem came and parshas bnei slavchad. So Rashi, but in the parsha of bnei slavchad, here Rashi says. As nisalma halacha mimena from Meishin, that really this was already halacha that was given from above, but Meishin Rabbeinu it was concealed of him. The halacha is showing gizak varanz of Meishin. The reivtu from the bnei slavcha is given. Virashi is medayik zachu v'nichtav al yadon that it was written through them. It got it, it, it was brought down into ksav into being written the Torah through them. As Durach says, the Allah Nachamon is Galigavar and Summation and Damals Fashribingavar and Taira. They had the merit to reveal again what was already said that it should be written. So the emphasis here is on the writing. And the Rebbe is the Pirish Arishan Vaikri, Saras and Mikra. So Rashi brings the main shot here regarding how this uh, question was asked that you reorganize the words in the way it's written in the Pasik. As does this fashribing about it in an eifin versus madgish that it means you from avedas amata that the way it's written emphasizes that you have to read and understand the written word different than the way it's actually written because this was the whole chiddush here that they were the ones that caused this to be written unlike the rest of the Torah that the Eibushter says and it's written they were the ones that decided or or actually caused that it should be written so therefore over here you read it. And the way it's interpreted in the order that you understand it has to be interpreted. But it's all focusing on the written word. But since there's another opinion, which is brought in Sifri, that even here as well, this halacha of nachlois is something that was a new halacha that was now given by the Ebesh only because of the demand of Nislavcha. That they were sitting in Bismedish, which is a place for Chidushim Me'ikaray, similar to Pesach Sheni. Just like when Bnei Slavcha, they demanded to give them an inheritance in the land, so they brought down the Parsha of Nachlois, and the main thing is, the action, the Msinas Nachla in Eretz Yisrael Bapoyal, Tzubnei Slavcha, the fact that the Ebesher actually gave them the Nachla when they entered into Eretz Yisrael. So, Azoi Zayim B'yemeinu Eila, the same should be fulfilled in our times. The seems Managolos at the conclusion, the last days of Golos, as the Bakosha, was hidden halten in a name, beten by Moebishten, as Samach David Abducham, Eheiros Atzmiach, and the Sechzena in Eneb, Shufcha, the Tzim, Berachmim, the Brachas and Shmenesse, that we constantly beg and demand of Hashem to bring Mashiach. So it should bring down 
the final and and real and and real true redemption of Mashiach was demolt but yet the yidden hoben be bitter u begolis and nachlan er zakadesh every yid will know exactly what is his portion in Israel durch dem was akadesh baruchu machalik lehen ba'atzmai the gemara says that when Mashiach comes the Ebishter himself will divide the land for all of the yidden be mehera be yameinu mamish